Hey, what is up? Welcome to this Strategy Wednesday episode of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brian Lofermento, and this episode, we are going to talk about lead magnets. We're gonna talk about it from an entirely different perspective than I've ever shared anywhere before when I do talk about lead magnets. This is real strategic decision-making when it comes to setting you up for success, not only with regards to marketing, but especially with regards to sales. I'm so excited to share this one with you. Let's dive in. episode is really coming about because this has been a hot topic of discussion inside the Launch Coalition for the past few weeks in particular. And I'm going to talk about one Launch Coalition member in particular and share with you the struggles that we've all kind of been going through together to try to help this particular member move forward and find a lead magnet that works for his specific business. And on that note, it's the reason why I love the Launch Coalition. If you are struggling with something or you want really high level strategy help, you want extra sets of eyes on your business, on the actual things that you are working on, then there's no reason to try to do this alone. You should be surrounded by other entrepreneurs who are not only at your level, but maybe a few steps ahead or a lot of steps ahead. Also people who are behind your level so you can help them. To me, that's the beauty of the Launch Coalition is it is the community where entrepreneurs go to grow together. So if you've never checked out the Launch Coalition, this is like, I think this is the first time I've even mentioned it in quite some time. So jump on over, launchcoalition.com. Do not be shy. That page has so much information about what you'll find inside the Launch Coalition. But I'm gonna share with you some of that conversation here in today's episode because first things first, we need to talk about what the heck is a lead magnet. So every single business on the planet needs to have a lead magnet. I do not care what your business is, whether you have a product or a service or anything, every business has a lead magnet. You see, I mean, even your local grocery store has a lead magnet. When you go to check out, they say, hey, do you have a phone number that you use for discounts? That is them attempting to get your name and phone number, or mainly your phone number, because that's their main lead tool. And that's how they capture leads. It's how they disseminate and distribute information from there. We all get those coupon booklets. I don't know what we even call them. I just throw them straight in the trash. But we all get those in our mailboxes every single week. That's yet another example of their lead magnets is that they try to send you coupons. Target does the exact same thing. All of these different businesses have lead magnets. How often when you go to a website for the first time, they say, hey, get 10% off your order. Just enter your name and email address. Or hey, get free shipping on your first order. Just enter your name and email address. Those are lead magnets. So what the heck is a lead magnet? It is something that you give away for free in exchange for someone's name and email address or name and phone number, or sometimes not even name. Sometimes it is just whatever it is that they use for their lead capture. Phone number, email address, whatever it may be. Maybe address if they physically mail you things. That is what the goal is. Why is that the goal? Because remember, to get a sale, on average, it takes eight touch points. And so for us as business owners, well, really what we want is a list of people who are potentially interested 
in our products and services so that we can establish a relationship with them and importantly, establish a conversation with them and usher them towards a sale. How the heck are we gonna sell to anybody if we can't actually talk to anybody? So that's the beauty of a lead magnet. It's something that you put out there for free so that people can raise their hands and express interest. Now, let me give you a very tangible example. So when I started my search engine optimization agency back in Boston in 2012, at the ripe age of, gosh, what would I have been then? I would have been 23 back in 2012 when I started my marketing agency. And I had no idea how to go get customers and clients. And to start out, my solution, because I didn't know what I was doing, is I would just walk into local businesses and say, hey, I wanna talk to the owner. That's what I was doing. I didn't know how else to do it. And did I have initial success that way? Yeah, in fact, it's it's sheer luck, but my first ever cold walk-in turned into my first ever client. It was amazing. But then that quickly wore off. That lucky streak quickly ended and I found it more and more difficult to pick up customers and clients. And that's when I realized I need a lead magnet. I need them to come to me because I'm offering something of value. And so what I started doing back in 2012, this was late 2012 now when I wised up a little bit and realized what a lead magnet is and why it's so effective, is I started hosting free search engine optimization workshops in the Boston area. And what I would do is I would go to the local chambers of commerce and say, hey, I'm hosting a free SEO workshop. I'm going to show local business owners how to get their website to rank better in Google and I'll be giving them free pizza. That, that was probably the more effective lead magnet. I always said there'll be pizza and wings and I'd love for you to invite your members. Completely free, there's no strings attached. And so they would email their local member businesses and say, hey, if you wanna attend this workshop, it's free. Here's the date, here's the time, here's the link to register. And these local business owners would give me their name and email address. And I was using, I think I was using Eventbrite at the time. So I didn't know how to build a landing page, didn't know how to do any of the tech stuff. So I just used Eventbrite. It's completely free and they could sign up for it, add it to their calendar. I got their name and email address, it was really cool. And so what would happen was, think about it. On the night of that event, typically it was Thursday nights, I would show up and who would be in that room? 20 local business owners, 20 local business owners who were interested in ranking better in Google so that they can get seen by more potential customers so that they can actually get more customers and clients. Those are my dream clients. That lead magnet, that free workshop was my lead magnet. It was something that I put out there and it as just like a magnet, it magnetized my ideal customers and clients to come to me. So instead of me walking into local sandwich shops and local schools and saying, hey, do you need your website to be doing better for you? I hated doing that, it was like the worst. But now this was cool because I had a lead magnet and they were coming to me. So that is what a lead magnet is. Now online, lead magnets take all shapes and forms and sizes. They could be free eBooks, where if you enter your name and email address, you get a free eBook. The other day I went to a supplement website and they said, hey, and they sell protein powders, they sell all these different health and fitness products and wellness products, and so it popped right up. As soon as I went to their website, they said, hey, enter your name and email address and we'll send you our free protein powder recipe book. We'll show you seven great smoothies that you can make with protein powders. 
And why did they do that? It's because they sell protein powders. If I want to make smoothies with protein powders, they'd love my name and email address because then they can send me offers, they can promote to me, they can maintain communication with me, they can stay top of mind in my email inbox. That's what they use as their lead magnet. A lot of you will know because you've taken me up on this. I offer a free paperback copy of my book. I love when people get a free paperback copy of my book. I actually lose 50 cents on every free copy that I mail out because I cover the cost of the book and shipping goes up every single year and I haven't adjusted the free plus shipping price. So I love that because anyone who wants a copy of Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur, I know something about them. They want to grow a business. So a lead magnet is very important. It's your way of attracting your ideal customers. Now, maybe none of this is new to you in today's episode because this is all kind of lead magnet 101. I've talked about this stuff here on the show before. You've probably heard YouTube videos about it, but now I'm gonna share with you a real struggle that one of our Launch Coalition members have had recently that really also had me scratching my head, I'll admit, for like a solid two or three weeks where I thought, why can't I think of a better lead magnet for him? So this particular member, shout out to Thomas. I know that Thomas listens to my podcast, so shout out to Thomas Speck. He's a photographer in Paris. He has ridiculous photography. Every time I go to Thomas's website, I'm like, man, this guy is supremely talented and more people need to see his work. And that's exactly what he's committed to doing. Thomas wants to sell wall prints of his photography. And so I remember Thomas months ago emailed me and said, Brian, I've gone through a lot of your stuff. I don't know who my ideal customer is, but I do know what my product is. I wanna sell my wall prints. And so on that note, Thomas has been working very hard. Thomas is really going deep down into the world of digital marketing. He's run a Facebook ad campaign up to this point. He's putting in the work to get his stuff in front of people. But what he's been hung up on is, what the heck do I give them? I ran an ad campaign straight to my sales page, nobody purchased. So Thomas raised his hand and said, yeah, I'd like to have a lead magnet. If I'm paying to run ads, I at least wanna be generating leads because if they're not gonna buy the first time, that's okay. But I want to be able to email them, to send them offers, to promote to them so that maybe they buy my stuff in the future really smart strategy, but let's talk about that. So Thomas's first attempt at a lead magnet is he said, okay, well, I'm obviously not gonna give out free copies of my prints, that would be very expensive, so what can I give out that's free that will attract people who would potentially be interested in buying my wall prints? And what Thomas came up with, alongside with the help of some coalition members, is a free iPhone wallpaper of one of his pictures. So that's what he was planning on giving out for free. Enter your name and email address, I'll send you this free picture of Paris, it's an incredible picture that you can use as your phone wallpaper. And that just didn't sit right with me and I immediately said it to Thomas is that, what's that saying about people who give you their name and email address? They want their iPhone background to be a picture of Paris, that has no bearing on whether or not they have any interest in buying Paris wall prints. And ultimately, this is, this is the first big takeaway that I want you to get from today's Strategy Wednesday episode, is that the purpose of your lead magnet isn't merely to give things away to people that they like. 
If that was the case, let's just give everybody $2. Let's just all offer to hand out $2. Everybody wants $2, but that's not the purpose of your lead magnet. The purpose of your lead magnet, one, is to attract only your ideal customers and clients, and two, to set yourself up for a successful sale. That's why we're doing this. We are not running nonprofits that want to lose money. We are running businesses that aim to make money so that we can grow, so that we can scale, so that we can help and serve more people. That's the beautiful thing about making money as entrepreneurs. It enables us to grow and scale and help more people. So as I was thinking about that, I kept running into a wall and I said, my gosh, If we really want to identify people who are interested in wall art, what can we give them for free? So he sells Parisian wall art. How the heck can we put something together to give them that for free? And in my head, I was like, what are the five most photogenic places in Paris? What are the five best pictures of Paris? Maybe maybe he could put together an ebook guide or maybe he could put together a checklist of the, the top 10 sites you wanna see in Paris. But then in my head, I was like, that doesn't isolate the audience that is interested in buying Parisian wall art. What it ends up doing is similar to his existing lead magnet of the phone wallpaper, is it merely brings to us people who aesthetically like looking at pictures of Paris, which that doesn't set Thomas up for success. Will he, could he, if he had 100,000 of those people, are there needles in the haystack where some of those people are interested in buying wall art? Probably. If you take a big enough sample of any splice of the general population, you can probably find people in there who will buy most things. But the reality is Thomas doesn't have an infinite budget. If Thomas is going to be spending his time, his energy, and his money to get in front of the right people, we better make sure that those people that he's investing in getting in front of are potential, the most likely potential customers of his. So on that note, throughout a few weeks of thought process, what hit me was, wait, hold on. First question to ask, who is likely to buy Thomas's products? So wall art. Well, I don't know who his ideal customer is, so I just made one up, and I said, who's already buying wall art? Because let me serve that audience, because that audience is most likely to buy Thomas's wall art. And the first thing that I could think of, I don't know why my brain went there, is I said, well, Airbnb hosts, who's always buying wall art? Who's always doing home decor? Who's always working on their furnishings? Airbnb hosts, they need it to look good for pictures. They need guests to love it. They need positive ratings and reviews so that more people book their Airbnbs. This is an important part of being an Airbnb host. And so from there, I said, what can I do to capture those Airbnb hosts? What could I give Airbnb hosts to capture their name and email address to then initiate a sales process with them so that I can send them videos, like a personalized video saying, hey, so-and-so checked out your Airbnb. I really like it. I think that here's a simple thing you could do. If you want to put some of my wall art, I'd love to give you a deal. Buy two canvas prints. I'll throw in an extra one so you can put that extra one in the bathroom make it look really cool. We can't do that if we don't have their name and email address. So the first step of this, before we even get there, is getting their name and email address. 
So now we're back here at the lead magnet. So the lead magnet that I proposed to Thomas through thinking of it from the potential customer's perspective is a very simple ebook on the five things you can do to make your Airbnb cozier, and more aesthetically pleasing so that it's more memorable for guests, generates more positive reviews and testimonials, and gets your bookings up. Because Airbnb hosts, if they see that, they'll think, yeah, I'd love to know those five ways. And Thomas, as someone who is really good at aesthetically pleasing things and coming up with ways to make things look good, it's very easy for him to do that research and and look for trends within the Airbnb world and, and leverage independent research and also research of what's already out there and compile something that he can give away. Anyone is capable of researching anything and putting together a blog post on five things, an ebook on five things. We're all capable of that. I do a lot of copywriting for a lot of different industries. I'm not an expert in fitness. I'm not an expert in supplements. I'm not an expert in a bunch of these different things. But what I am an expert in is I'm able to do some research, break things down into really simple, actionable chunks, and articulate it in a way that I can share the message and convey a point across to the reader. That's where my value is. So someone like Thomas, who already understands the aesthetics of photography, of of decor, he can easily do research, put together an ebook, he could just use Canva for this, and give that away. And if Thomas runs ads on, say, Facebook or anywhere. He doesn't even have to run ads. That's just one simple marketing strategy that I'm choosing out of a hat. But if he starts advertising or marketing this free ebook, he's going to get names and email addresses. What's true of all those names and email addresses? Well, very likely they're Airbnb hosts. Because if you're not an Airbnb host, why would you download this free ebook? You wouldn't. So this is why I love this lead magnet for Thomas. The real takeaway, the way that I've never really talked about lead magnets before is that it's so important when you're thinking of your lead magnet to not think about your product, but instead the better way to find the right lead magnet is to think of your customer first. It's something I always say. So many business problems come back to this. Your customer not only has the answer, your customer is the answer. And so for someone like Thomas, you can see if if you don't know who your ideal customer is, of course, this is a very difficult task to complete. It's so important to understand who would buy your stuff. That's the first part. You see, we talk so frequently about knowing your customer, having a customer avatar, and now you can, you can actually see a real-life example of the lead magnet that if you haven't done that work just yet, of course it's difficult to identify and develop an effective lead magnet. So this is the strategy behind a successful lead magnet. It's coming at it from your customer's perspective. It's asking yourself the question of who the heck is going to buy my stuff, how can I serve them? And then for Thomas, naturally you can see way number five, way number one, way number three, whatever way he chooses can be decorated with wall art, memorable wall art from an artist directly. Have a story behind the paintings or the canvas art or the wall art. Have a connection with the photographers, freshen it up, rotate. And this is where Thomas can offer them bundles. He can offer them subscription. Whatever it may be, 
This enables him to get in front of people who are buying canvas prints. So super important. This is a strategic episode. I know we went very deep into this and I use a real life example because I really want you to see this illustrated. For a lot of you, if you're offering services, a great lead magnet could be free sessions with you, free coaching call, free consulting call. If you are a yoga instructor, you can offer the first yoga session is free. Lots of different ways to do this, but the story of today, the strategy in today's episode is think about it, not from what your product or service is, but from who will be buying your product or service. That's where the best lead magnet ideas come from. So, gosh, this was a long and deep episode, but I hope you had at least a couple of takeaways and breakthroughs in the way that you view this very important first hurdle in your marketing. Because if you get this right, and people say, every time they hear you talk about it, they say, oh my gosh, I want that thing, and they go to your website and they give you their name and email address, you're gonna end up with a ton of leads. And leads are the seeds of future sales. So the more leads you have, the more chances you have of future sales. So get out there, serve people, deliver value, generate those leads, and turn those leads into sales. Otherwise, I'll see you, as always, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, here on the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.